0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, November 29th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. Farm Bill awaits final scores. Optimism on latest USDA nominees. And Ag CEO, get ready for rebound. A tentative deal, but Farm Bill details still to come. Farm Bill negotiators say they have a tentative agreement pending the final cost estimates from the Congressional Budget Office. Assuming those numbers are in order, we could see text by Friday, but AgriPulse is told that it may not be available until next week. In a statement last night, House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway said, "...we've reached an agreement in principle, but we've got more work to do." Aides to the Senate and House Agriculture Committees are keeping a tight hold on the final details of the bill, and those details are critical. Sources have been telling AgriPulse for a couple of weeks that the Conservation Reserve Program will be increased to 27 million acres, up from 24 million currently, and paid for by capping payments relative to local rental rates. But we don't know yet what that cap will be. Farmers who will lose payments on unplanted base acres are expected to qualify for conservation incentives to keep the land and grass, but there are still missing details on that too. Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts of Kansas says he expects the legislation to be considered as a standalone bill rather than folded into the larger fiscal 19 appropriations package that Congress needs to pass this month. USDA nominees could be confirmed quickly. A trio of new USDA nominees could be settled in jobs by the end of the year, that is, if Democrats go along. The ranking Democrat on the Senate Agriculture Committee, Debbie Stabenow, said after a confirmation hearing yesterday, she didn't know of any objections to moving forward with the nominations, but still needed to check with her colleagues to be sure. Scott Hutchins, President Trump's nominee as Chief Scientist and Undersecretary for Research, Education and Economics, faced the toughest questions from Democrats on the Agriculture Committee. They pressed him on the issue of climate change. Hutchins assured senators he accepted the scientific conclusion that human activity is accelerating climate change. But he also emphasized the ways that agriculture could help reduce carbon emissions. By the way, Roberts kept a light tone with the committee and helped the nominees by inviting the 11-year-old niece of nominee Naomi Earp to sit near him in Senator John Bozeman's chair, which was vacant. Erp is Trump's pick to be Assistant Secretary for Civil Rights. Her niece, Reagan, followed the hearing closely, and when Roberts gave her a chance to say something at the end of the hearing, she said, I just want to say that all of you guys did a good job. Roberts responded, a star is born. USMCA in jeopardy. President Trump is supposed to join the presidents of Mexico and Canada in signing the United States-Mexico-Canada agreement on Friday, the USMCA. But Ohio GOP Senator Rob Portman, a former U.S. trade representative, says he's concerned that Mexican President Enrique Nieto will refuse if the U.S. does not first lift its steel and aluminum tariffs on the country. Portman says the U.S. and Mexican negotiators are scrambling to reach an agreement on the Section 232 tariffs. Mexican officials registered surprise when the Trump administration didn't lift the tariffs in August after the two countries came to a preliminary agreement on the USMCA, and that's remained a sore spot since then. EU defends keeping ag out of trade talks. The European Union's top diplomat in the U.S., David O'Sullivan, offered a steadfast defense yesterday of the EU's refusal to address agriculture issues during free trade agreement talks. O'Sullivan, speaking at a conservative think tank, the Hudson Institute, said he was confident that if the EU and the U.S. concentrated solely on industrial goods in an abbreviated free trade agreement, the two sides could quickly wrap up a deal that also ends the current trade tensions and tariffs. If agriculture is included, he said, talks would likely go on for years. But Ohio's Portman says he's confident the Europeans can be convinced to acquiesce. Kansas farmers lawyers could take home $250 million. Attorneys for 7,000 Kansas corn growers in a multi-state class action suit against Syngenta over biotech traits unapproved in China should receive half of the estimated $503 million in attorney fees a special master has recommended. Ellen Reisman, an attorney in Washington, D.C., who was appointed by Kansas Federal Judge John Lungstrom, said in her report to the court that the Kansas group of 95 law firms not only took on a leadership role in the federal litigation, But it also conducted and coordinated massive fact and expert discovery against both the Syngenta and third parties spanning multiple countries at a substantial expense. Law firms representing Minnesota growers should get about a quarter of the fees, or $120.8 million, Reisman recommended. Lawyers for Illinois producers would get $80.5 million, and lawyers who represented plaintiffs on an individual basis should get $50.3 million. The overall settlement totals $1.5 billion and covers most U.S. corn farmers, as well as ethanol plants and grain handlers." Ag CEO sees farm economy rebound coming. The CEO of Nutrium, the company formed from the merger of Agrium and Potash Corporation, took a cautiously optimistic tone yesterday in a speech at the Agriculture Retailers Association annual meeting in Boca Raton, Florida. I think we are in an ag recession, Chuck Magros told his audience. But moments later, he added, get ready for a rebound coming in the next few years. The trade wars the United States is fighting are creating uncertainty, but Magro said we're going to get through it. He cited this bright spot, the declining stocks-to-use ratio for corn despite record crops in the last three years. Magro said Nutrien is going all-in on technology, spending close to a $100 million a year on digital research and development. We feel compelled, he said, to enter the world of e-commerce. He also said Nutrient has increased its ag lending. He said lenders are pulling back at the exact wrong time when farmers need it. Well, here's today's He Said It. Instead of waving a white flag, I think we're going to see white smoke. That Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts of Kansas on the prospects of a new farm bill soon. Well, that is daybreak for this Thursday, November 29th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.